Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the In and After Show. Let me stand up straight. What am I doing? All right. Uh, it's me, Lindsay Loveridge. And with me is James Beckett in the middle and Jackie Jing on the far right. Hello. And we're here to discuss the newest episode of Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, season two, episode eight. It got uh, real gross. And we're going to talk about that. And Bugman's ha- got nards. Oh, nards? Oh my gosh. Now I know why y'all thought that was so gross. It's so anyway, yeah. gross. Um, also, Zom 100's back, at least for this week. So we've got a new episode of that to talk about. Um, we finally get to meet the blonde girl samurai from the opening sequence. And she's German, right? Yeah, very mm-hmm. German. Very German. <laughs> very German. Very German. I forgot her last name. I was like, they are leaning in right now. They yeah. are leaning in. I liked her first name. First name is Beatrix, which was a name name. I liked for a girl if I had had a girl. So one of her key flashbacks involves her just like as a child sitting in an empty room eating a pretzel, which is how you know she's really German. (laughs) That's just what she does with her free time. pretzels. All it does is make me want to go back and visit Germany. I haven't been back uh, there in like 20 years and Berlin is great. Germany is great. Um, Everyone should go. Should go there and eat food. And I, I second that. I was just. Oh yeah, you were just the there. I've and never been. I don't think. Those schnitzels, man, they're good. And I mean, if you like beer, they've got lots of that too. But a lot of like really cool architecture in Germany and Belgium area that I just really really liked. It was very rainy when I was there, so that's sort of like my memory of it. And we went to the Black Forest to look for mm-hmm. to plant a tree. That was our little like volunteer thing as we planted a tree in the black forest. And it's like one of the heights of my unicorn phases. And they were legend. According to legend, unicorns live in the black forest, Jackie. So I love that there are multiple unicorns. Gotta love anything related to unicorns. Yeah. It's like the MCU saga. It's like Lindsay has several unicorn like sagas that she went through. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's, yes, valid. (laughs) Um, we also we looked through the news this week and there wasn't really anything that we felt was like outstanding like needed to share um if there's a story that you feel like we overlooked you know you can drop it in the comments maybe we can chime in on it uh there was the huge nintendo slash sony state of play that came out um, last week i guess we could kind of touch on that a little bit i'm I'm looking forward to that princess peach game i think it looks really cute Mm-hmm. Looks amazing. Looks I'm super. So we making Paper Mario, which I know a lot of people got really excited about. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played that. That was that one was originally for Wii, wasn't it? Yeah. A thousand Year Door. I think there's a or very maybe old version. version of, yeah, I was like older than Wii. I think there's oh, really? a really old version. Yeah, well, they're also right they're also remaking Super Mario RPG for the Super Nintendo, and they showed Which a trailer for that. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Paper Wait, Mario is that came what out. Which one are they doing? Hold they on. Do- both. Paper Mario 2000 N64. Oh, it was N64. Okay. I was gonna say, what? I was like, I think it was earlier than we, yeah. Okay, we're old, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Super Mario RPG, though, Super Nintendo. Um, always was sad that Gino didn't show up in more stuff, so just glad to get hey, it. My Gino. Justin loves Gino. We've had He's like so conversations. Cute, Who's right? Gino, Gino. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Gino was cool, but yeah. like, I don't, I feel like my like little pop gun arm, right. Yeah, Bowser was in my top three. Yeah, and, and 
princess because she had a lot of heels so i feel like yeah. i always had bowser and princess yeah my brother was very partial to gino as well i think he yeah. had really good magic abilities yeah i forgot who i always put in the third slot i think it was mallow that had the magic abilities the like white looking frog guy but I mean, gino's magic too right he is but he's like yeah he's like a, he's like a hybrid doll. okay yeah yeah Oh, Mallow. Never use Mallow. I was like, you're dumb. Sorry, Mallow. You're cute, I but I didn't really remember. I remember him being kind of weak, but yeah, I have it. he was I squishy. Have it right here, y'all. What? What's what's Jackie got on her shelf today? Oh, there yes. it is. Yes. Yeah. There it is, baby. Legend of the stars. Yep. Y'all remember Bowsette? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Like She's extremely She's extremely popular with cosplayers now. Like she's at like every con. Bowsette so, every con, yeah. I think I've shown the framed Bowsette lingerie photo we have in yeah. this office. The last yeah. time I took my husband to an artist alley, mm -hmm. he'll be back. Right, you'll, never, you'll never forget Bowsette. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she's no. extremely popular. Yeah, he's got a Bowsette, and I was like, well, if you get Bowsette, you got to get Bowsette because I like Bowsette's design, and I like the Chain Chomp Princess. Bowsette, oh my god. Yeah, I'd show a picture, but she's also in lingerie, so I mean. Gotta, ah, gotta, watch hey. out, gotta watch out for the YouTube sensors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, no good stuff. We're trying to combine boob and titties together to make booty boob wasn't working. So no. I, I just failed. I just failed on that. <laughs> Where are we going right now? Okay. I mean, look, with, with, yeah. with, with, with Zom one hundred on uh, on deck, we got to get comfortable talking about the the naughty bits because Ken yeah, I think we should actually open with Zom one hundred. <laughs> There's a lot. More male nudity in Psalm 100 than most other shows, to be honest. That's very true, actually. Yeah, Akira's um, Akira's friend not not scared to strip when everyone. I continue to love that not only is stripping butt ass naked his that's his bit. That's yeah. legitimately like what he brings to the table so far as zombie battles. Yeah, is, that's his power. Is, yeah. is, is to like show his butt and yeah. entice them to want to eat his butt and then run in some mm -hmm. direction um i'm gonna uh be super, all valid yeah be super honest though um this reminded me so much of jackie <laughs> the very opening of the episode when he's like do you guys know what mindfulness is this and is so i was like so funny y'all said this because i love this show yeah. my boyfriend finds it very mid and yeah. i'm like oh my god i love this this is so like mindful and wonderful and people should be like leaning into this and like being taught this and my boyfriend is like meh i was like <laughs> Yeah. But I think it is very on, it very much speaks to me because I love yoga and, and yeah. I'm all about like awareness and being present and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this show. I think it's so cute. <laughs> it but... is. And like, they've become a really good trio since mm -hmm. they got back, you know, got back together after the pretty horrifying truck stop couple episodes right like even Gosh. shizuka got really into like the play oh, she got this stupid episode. this week and i love it i love yeah. it she also gets she was more fun this week for sure she was definitely yeah. more fun which yeah. is i think you know telling because it's like she's been like stiff and been um you know pushing people away her whole life but they're breaking down those walls for her which we're seeing them like slowly do but it's, yeah. it's wonderful and it's beautiful so yeah yeah i really enjoyed like her her kind of character evolution in this episode even though there's like a ton of silliness going on and everything she she got she unleashed her inner kong ming 
in this episode in order to uh i know justin was like was that your boy kong ming and i was like <laughs> you know i think they meant it as a war strategy reference you know what i mean right, like right but he you know he knows well he i i don't know if he knew the, um kong ming before but like you know he knows that your boy kong ming from the yeah. anime we watched so it just made me <laughs> laugh because i was like he got so excited about i wasn't really into uh i didn't know much about romance of the three kingdoms so your boy kong ming definitely made kong ming uh recognizable to me i don't think i would have like picked up on it um, he's cosplayed a lot i always yeah. see at least a couple of um kong mings at at cons now it's yeah. great and yeah he's epic so yeah, yeah. so i just thought that was really neat i mean she helped put together their plot to um Throw Molotov cocktails at zombies to light the city on fire. Basically, <laughs> she didn't want to do it. Uh, she didn't want to light the city on fire initially. It's just that I mean, for she some didn't... reason they couldn't light the matches. I didn't really understand what was going on with the match she didn't issues. But... Not want to do it. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't she did not, not. But yeah, that's true. That's true. So I thought she really she got to to shine in in this. Uh, I could show you Buff Dude's butt. Um, I think we all kind of got enough what is his name i like literally i'm like but it, it is kind of he literally Pencho. got naked yeah. and i was just like um i don't i know we don't want to like jump to the end but like yeah. i thought it was extremely fitting the ending because it's like the there's obviously two people who are very comfortable with nudity and the other two are very uncomfortable with it obviously yeah. so i just yeah. thought it was like so funny how it ended i was just like oh my gosh yeah so um let's talk about uh beatrix a little bit more like what did you guys think of her as a, i mean they waited so long to introduce her like it's almost the end of the season yeah um do you feel like she's gonna meld well with the the rest of the group oh yeah i honestly yeah. think i think my favorite part of this episode was that with Shizuka, it took literally half a season for them to win her over and for her to become a part of the cast. Uh, for Beatrix, it was half an episode. Where basically, <laughs> like, there's not even like really a moment where they all agree that she's a part of their group. She just kind of falls into their group, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, we're we're a, we're a group of four now, so that's just a thing." Yeah, and doesn't even miss a beat. And I yeah. love that. And yeah, everyone was on great. board with the sushi too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, like, yeah, that was cute. I mean, it's kind of, I've, my boyfriend was like, who could this be when they first met her? And I was like, we already know who this is. Like, they've been in the opening, like, forever, you know? Yeah. Um, Which I kind of, like, I think it's, like, weird that they're being brought in so late when they're in the opening. I almost feel like, but I guess that's very typical for characters to be in the opening who, like, don't show up till much later, right? Mm -hmm. But, um... I, it's Shout just out to really the new opening animation, by the way. It was really fun this week. The little dances oh. and stuff they're doing. Oh, I yeah. That. I didn't notice yeah. it either. I was like... It's, oh, it's okay. the same song, but oh, they okay. updated the... Uh, oh, okay, okay. I'll have to go back and I guess and watch I just it. felt like... It was the whole like her reveal kind of got downplayed because we've seen her in the opening. And so I like we already knew what was coming there. Mm -hmm. Um, but she's cute, she's fun. I think that they've already like really like given her some good comedic parts. Like I've like like her character a lot. Um, and yeah, she's just like silly and fun. So I'm like, cool. Yeah. I also like that she's not um usually when they introduce like the the foreign Japan uh Japanophile type or something like that, they're uh it's always like otaku stuff. I actually thought it was interesting that she was way more interested in like history and smart. ancient Japanese yeah. history. Like she's wearing, you know, the samurai armor. She knew about uh, like onsen etiquette and yeah, and, and all yeah, that other kind of stuff. She's super smart. She's like, yeah. I think like at first you think she might be dumb. Yeah, um, because know, they this... do the like the blonde busty yeah, thing. Yeah. You're like, oh, she's gonna be like not very totally. smart either. But yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but no, she's super smart and she's funny. And yeah, she just knows what she's, she's about. vulnerable. Like there was a lot of things I thought were really likable about her. So yeah. Um, for me, like this episode was funny. Um, I and I think it just was kind of like a builder, right? Like we we got to meet this girl and they're they're all just like crossing stuff off the list. And I think the best part of the episode for me though was when um Shizuka and Akira were talking and she was like love is so stupid like I, I don't know why anybody would do that um like either you're hurting yourself by falling in love with you or you're hurting someone because they're falling like deeply in love with you and then he was just like well I think it'd be fun to share that with someone I literally my boyfriend was not paying attention I was like come back here watch this part with me it reminds me of you and he was Aww. like oh you literally watched and he went oh and then got up I was like yeah. that resonated with me you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. okay fine but um yeah and I just like love that she's I don't know. I think Akira is like bringing out the best in her. You know what I mean? And I think mm -hmm. that he's like really helping her see the value of friendships and maybe something more than that. I hope. Yeah. I mean, I think they're setting it up that they're going to probably talk, but I really like that dialogue between them. And I think that's like what I like about Zom is it's like super feel good. Um, I, I think I, I was like thinking today if I like JJK or Zom better, I just think like JJK is like a little heavier and harder. Like, Zom has these like such these really great feel good moments um and heaviness to it um but it's just like for some reason it's like it hasn't gotten like too dark yet for me you know what I mean like we have like remember I thought I thought the rugby boy was gonna die yeah friend I was like and I was like Frank I mean we love him we love his bleached hair and and uh affinity for nude nudity you know but it's like <laughs> Um, I was kind of like, said, if they unalive him there, in a really different direction. And then yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so. I feel like it's like, they've had a lot of opportunities to make it really dark. And it's just like the whole season's just been kind of like, like there was a part where I was like, if this was, if this was life in a zombie apocalypse, who wouldn't want to live in, live in it? Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you're literally not working anymore. You're able to do whatever the hell you want. And you're like, yes, you have to avoid some areas. And yes, you're not getting like sushi and you can't go down the street and get McDonald's. Like, I get it. There's yeah. obviously some repercussions, but it's like, their lives are so like, they're living just like going and doing what they want, you know? And there's not really been anything bad. And so I know that there's still a little bit like, who knows, maybe like the next couple episodes, like all hell's going to break loose. Right. But it's just like, for me right now, it's like, it's very like cute and feel good, but I'm just mm -hmm. kind of like, it's been very safe, but it's still fun to watch, you know, but it's just been like very safe for me. You yeah. Know? So. I also, uh, on the Shizuka, uh, Shizuka note, um, I just like how everyone, like all the characters in the show are such good communicators, which I feel yeah. like is not something you get very often. So the fact that like she kind of, you know, pushed him away there about romance. And then at the very end of the episode, they have that heart to heart in the hot spring. And she even says like, hey, so the reason I was being that way is because of these things that have happened to me. And I was just being defensive for these reasons. And like, she was very like, honest about why she reacted the way that she did in like a very emotionally intelligent way and i was like this is great we don't really see characters communicating on this level that often in anime no. where where you know sometimes they might it, in general like, in life not just anime, yeah yeah communicate like, yeah yeah i think that like i don't want to cut you off i want you to finish your point but just i wanted to add that i think that like 
I was like, this would be so good for a teenager to walk, watch. So they know to like have a voice and express themselves and how to properly communicate. It's kind of like, you know, we're all a little bit older and I think we've all kind of like learned this already. So it makes you like smile, but I'm like, they should be showing this in high school or something to kids, you know, but yeah. it's, uh, yeah, I do think that that's like, it's really, it, it just, it's so educational for young people. I just like wish more, I hope more young people are watching. It. I have no idea. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. No, that I'm was basically you. it. It's like, I thought that was sort of the, the heart of the episode was like, she's just Shizuka, like lightening up, getting enthusiastic about sushi, just like everybody else is. And then reflecting on the walls that she's put up and then being very open to Akira about, about those walls. And then, you know, it was cute. He's like, oh, you're being very open with me right now. And she said, well, if I was going to date someone, it'd have to be someone I could be open with. And then, you know, she tries to walk it back. Yeah, ooh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like, I mean, cute. it was so much of anime romance is rooted in, I mean, I, I say childish, it's not even necessarily as a criticism, but almost all anime romance stars children, right? Teenagers. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, because of that, it's often, it often relies a lot on the really poor communication skills that are the hallmark of teenage life, which makes sense and you you know things become archetypes for a reason but the jokes in the show can be so not even bad i think i thought this episode was really funny but the jokes yeah. can be so formulaic you know with like the uh beatrix having such big boobs that she's having a hard time keeping her kimono on and, yeah that was funny that yeah. wasn't like like i know it was fan servicey but i didn't take it like that like i was like yeah I don't have that problem. I was like Shizuka. I was like, I don't have that problem, but I have friends who do. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, but, I um, it was funny. Like, I was like, ha, yeah, that's yeah. funny. But I, I like that, I mean, she basically said, hey, I know I kind of regressed from the character development that I had last week, <laughs> but it's because of all this stuff that I've gone through in my life. And I want you to know that I, I realize that that's, that that's not the me that's, that, that I want to be. And it's like, whoa, that was, yeah. that's the kind of thing that, um, you almost never see uh, it's almost always just misunderstanding after misunderstanding after you know uh half heard conversation and then you know you get a kiss a hundred episodes later yeah. so the fact that they're already kind of reaching the point where it's pretty like i don't think akira uh, has never really made a secret that he likes her he's been pretty upfront about that from the beginning yeah um, yeah he tried to get her number pretty much immediately so, yes you know yes yeah so hopefully that'll and i also love that kendra's reaction was hey when did you guys start hooking up <laughs> yeah yeah that was great not even surprised just like you weren't gonna tell me man. like all yeah. like yeah i was so like he was like well i guess i won't be mad but yeah you know, and his, i mean like i don't want to like be a third wheel but like I'm getting we all that. stink so we need to get in this yeah i that also love that's worth how I'm oh, sorry, I think right. people are either one way or the other. With nudity, they're either like, I don't care, whatever, or they're like very paranoid about like the other two. And so I just like love the other two, like, yay! And then yeah. it's just like the other two were like, <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. cute. It was yeah. funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so for Zom 100 itself, though, the show won't be back, I think, until sometime. I think this no, I think next, I think next week is is still up. Okay. I think it's 10, 11, and 12. Okay. Yeah. Non production wise, they're just like dealing with a bunch of, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know specifically, just like a schedule that they couldn't keep up with or the demands were too high. And so they, they 
missed a couple weeks and then what happens with anime is like you actually pay for the time slot on tv right you're like all right uh tv tokyo that's a tv station in japan uh we want to buy the six or the 9 p.m time slot on wednesdays for the next three months mm -hmm. and then you miss episodes because you're not getting them done on time well you either have to buy additional time slots or work something else out and eventually you're going to write up against the next season and it's like well we can't sell you additional time slots to make up for you missing certain weeks because someone else has bought the you know from october to january and so there's no well, every episode for the past like four has been delayed by a full 24 hours too so yeah yeah they're uh, cutting it something's happening yeah 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 wow so um Good episode. Uh, yeah, it was a good I episode. Something heavier to happen. I'm yeah. not trying to be mean. It's like there's no ghetto Gojo face off in this one, you know? Like, yeah. I'm just like, well, there's I don't no know. like final boss in this either, too. So yeah. like, I, don't, I don't expect it to really like have like a like a clean wrap up. The manga is still ongoing. I feel like they're all gonna die in the end, but they're gonna finish everything <laughs> on their. I do, oh or God. they're gonna like live. They're gonna find some place in the woods and like live you know but yeah, like, like a I think cabin that or something it's either gonna be like they finish the list and they're like we had a good life and we tried and like they're walk they're into done. the zombies yeah and yeah like, i think it's either and honestly, it's gonna I, pull a, a the mist you think that's where we're going here the mist was, kind of. and yeah. i think it could also get it could also get like we like i'm like well why hasn't anyone been unalived yet because it might be because they're trying to get a super attached to the characters and then just like start because the thing is like this is Jackie showing her pain from the past. She's yeah, like, pretty much. She has yeah. a, I'm like trust issues when it comes to characters. So yeah, tell me about it. But I'm like, I think that um, I just thought that that's kind of how I see it, Andy. I think they're either gonna all be they're they're not they're gonna get through their list and they're gonna be like we did it and then be, it. or it's gonna be like Hunger Games style where they've gone through like a ton and then it's just like. Akira or Shizuka like taking care of someone who's like very very wounded and then the other uh, the others are gone oh wow can we hold on what magazine does this manga run in everybody real quick is this shonen uh, to be honest it might not at all like maybe it'll be so pleasant Every, the blood is is paint so then, like yeah. you're right maybe maybe i take it back it. but attack on times is shonen so they can be this, dark. Not attack on Titans. <laughs> this is yeah. not no it's, it's very not. wholesome yeah, yeah i'm like i don't know i think it's gonna end with a time skip and they're gonna have little kids and they're gonna oh. like be rebuilding society but it'll be better right they'll be they'll put be in work, workplace regulations maybe unionize yeah right. <laughs> uh well i was also trying to think like um, have they confirmed that this zombie pandemic is worldwide or is it just in japan like could they theoretically yeah. escape oh, to true. another country yeah they have i don't I, was I, I wonder what the German right. girl said. Because, yeah, Beatrix said something like it was the pandemic had already started when she got there. Like, so like they landed no in, in, yeah, she landed in Japan and like it was, it was zombie apocalypse. So yeah. I would think that, yeah. But Beatrix is right. And like they literally found the last sushi chef in Japan. Yeah. That, makes that you was think that the pandemic is a, a lot worse than what we've seen. Yeah. Um, well, I think that like, that was actually another that was like a part that was like sad, but I like was like, oh my god, this like this is so so such a good anime for young people to watch because like the old sushi sushi chef was like 
I work seven days a week. I even worked on my daughter's wedding. And when my, my wife died, you know what I mean? And I just think like, um, you know, when Lindsay and I went over there, like some people were telling us like culturally, like they work super, super hard and like long hours over there. And I think like this anime is like really trying to change is, is trying to be like a huge social commentary on like prioritizing yourself over work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean like that's still a problem here. It probably is still in other parts of the world. You know what I mean? But, um, I do like, think it's interesting that they kind of like keep on commenting on that yeah you know I mean? yeah because like, when like, that came up i was like bro uh you should have went to the wedding his wife died i didn't yeah. care about the wedding it was the wife dying yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh okay. yeah yeah my spouse dies you're not seeing me for a while like <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm not like, going to work you yeah kidding like, me? I, worked on the, I was like what but i do think that like that's something that they're dealing with over there and um you know, we talked, I actually liked the last episode a lot more because I think that there was like more discussion to be had, like social commentary wise, because I think that like, you know, there was um, the boss and there were people who were afraid and they just were like, here's someone leading us in this like crisis situation. And like, we don't want to take the reins. Like we don't want to be at fault for more people unaliving or like, or for our, be responsible for our own lives. You know what I mean? And I think mm -hmm. it was like, that's a much deeper conversation than kind of like anything we're touching on for this one, though. The Shiz Shizuka moment was really good. Yeah. So I take, yeah. I, maybe I take that back because that was a really good one, but it's cute. I yeah. don't know. I'm hoping it gets super dark. <laughs> like, I hope everyone I, dies at the end. Jackie, I think you're going to be disappointed. I Brittany, think we're gonna you have think this one's just going to stay wholesome the whole time? Yeah. I don't think it's going to end in a bloodbath. I, I think, like, okay. I think the darkest the show's going to get is, like, I think Akira's parents are probably dead. Right? Yeah, because they're on their way to see his parents. That might be. That's true. They, yeah. They're uh, if tough. any of them died, I could maybe see them killing off like one, maybe Kencho. Yeah, but I think the guy, I, I think, think Kencho might be like the whole crew dying or anything like that. I don't that. know if Kencho's gonna make it the whole They way. said uh, Akira's parents, like, he came from a rural area though, too, right? So maybe like his parents will be gone, but then they'll take over the farm or something and try to like make a homestead out there, something or... like that, right? Yeah, yeah, try to hold out there, maybe. Okay, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Jujutsu Kaisen, in which uh, Itadori fights a giant disgusting bug for 20 minutes. Yep. It was... Can I tell you guys gross. my traumatizing locust story? Yes. So, um, <laughs> I've had a I've had a severe fear of bugs ever since this happened. When I was a little girl, my dad would take my brother and I and my little sister on a buggy um, on these bike rides throughout Colorado. Yeah. And um, James, we used to go by the Cherry Creek like reservoir bike path. I don't know if you've ever done that. That's where I went to school. Yeah. So there's like that reservoir bike path, right? Yep. So my dad this is, is so like, weird. You guys are like chill, like neighbors. Yeah, he's never younger met. than me though, so he probably would have never crossed paths. But not that um, much younger though. Yeah, he is. He's like twenty eight, dude. We're thirty. We're almost no, like ten years no, old. I'm thirty one. He's thirty one. Okay. Well, still, <laughs> we're not in that four year, three year. we wouldn't have gone to school together. Okay, I thought yeah. there might have been a freshman senior situation going on, but okay. yeah. Anyway, continue. I, yeah, I was like, I don't think we would have ever crossed paths. But um, I also skipped a grade, so then I that like makes the disparity even bigger. But anyway, um, I digress. Cherry Creek Reservoir bike path. So my dad's just like riding along, and I just like see all these like little bugs like flying out of the path, and then I like. The whole mother path is covered with locusts. Like 
they're like crawling on each other. It's just covered with locusts. And my dad won't stop. So I'm just like going through. I was like 10 or something. And I just started like screaming. I'm like, ah! and I'm going through the locusts. And I'm just getting they're flying in my face. And they just crashed and ate it. And my dad was like, just turned around his bike and he's like, oh, ha, ha, you okay there? And I was like <laughs> shaking, traumatized. And like ever since that happened when I was 10, if I see like a grass, like even telling you guys, it's like I can feel all of my energy like here, you know, like yeah. any locust, grasshopper, cricket, like that, that face and that body, yeah. even they're like all different. It's just like, I'm literally like sweating right now. Like I don't, and it's because of that stupid bike ride. It was yeah. like, just because they were like literally like flying in my effing face like there were so many of them i don't know why it was just like a so huge you love idea. this episode of jjk then right? yeah so then i was like fan. um but it was funny because Lindsay was actually the one who was like dude this one grossed me out the whole time yeah. and i was like i was kind of like i was kind of like oh but yeah locusts are no dude i don't have no. quite as traumatizing of a grasshopper <laughs> locust story as jackie <laughs> Um, and I'm worried that sharing mine might re-traumatize her. So I'm going to try. Oh, wait, I don't share it. It'll be but, funny. Okay. Unless so, it's like really bad, but yeah. So when I was, when I was a kid, um, I'm going to say I was probably about seven years old. Okay. Yeah. And without like getting into too much, I was, my mom, myself, my brother and I were briefly living with my grandparents because my dad was living with his brother to save up money to, to buy our first house. Right. That's just like how we had to do is like have no rent and, we were only going to stay there for about for, during summer. Um, yeah. My grandma lived in a place called Oregon, Oregon, which doesn't like, I don't know if it's on a map. Okay. She was like, yeah. it was like a, she lived in a, um, a mobile home that was backed up to a cornfield. So also it sounds children, like a horror story, dude. What saw children in the corn right around that age as well. So that was great. Um, so, <laughs> so we had June bugs, which were big and gross. And we had grasshoppers as well. Right. And like, basically all there was to do was to take a bug net out and like go catch bugs. So that was something I did. Um, you were that kid. <laughs> I was not. That I kid. was My the Pokemon trainer with comfy shorts. Okay. I was that is out there. so funny. <laughs> I was so not that kid. My dad'd be like, go y'all go catch bugs and get get us those like ant farm things and i'd be uh, like i'm good on that yeah so i didn't i didn't like the june bugs the june bugs really grossed me out and they usually hung out like on the corn but like the grasshoppers or crickets would be jumping around and sometimes my older cousins would come to visit i was fine with like catching them in a net and putting them in a jar or whatever but Aww. you always get an older cousin who's like let's experiment oh you know? not that cousin and no. i was like no i don't want to and they like like how the guy spits in this episode. Like for those of you that are audio only, Lindsay just dude, are you choking me? Did a bug spit <laughs> on you? They spit like yes. It's like um, we 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 would call it tobacco spit because that's what it looked like because it's black. Dude, right? you're grossing me out so bad right now. I know it was super gross. Anyway, there was there was oh my god, I was an unwilling witness to like kind of pulling apart a cat and grasshopper anyway so like i just i don't like them i don't like their faces i don't like the way their their mouth does this you know you know yeah, what now i don't their want face either of y'all to give no me crap food? for my fish thing all right ever yeah. again I yeah have, we have james is to <laughs> is to fish faces as like jackie and i are to grasshopper faces Dude, grasshopper their eyes are so weird they're like these big just empty like Thing. It is. It's like I don't have a problem with dragonflies or bees or ladybugs or anything. All of the above. 
for me. Oh, you don't like any of them. Okay. okay. Ladybugs are okay. But then they like poop on me. And then I'm like, why did I even give you a chance? <laughs> then, That's a Jackie flinging it off of her Literally, finger. like, I'll be like, I'm Dustin's helped me get be more calm around bees. I'm like that girl who screams and runs away. Oh, He's like, they okay. can sense fear. So now I'm like. <laughs> the pheromones. Yeah, literally. So now I'm like. Play cool, play cool. <laughs> on the inside, I'm like, get away from me. But yeah, and then I'll give ladybugs a chance, and then they poop on me. So I'm like, All right. <laughs> they, do, they do poop. I had a caterpillar bite me once. That really made me mad. I was holding it in my hand, and it, it hurt. It hurt. Really? It, they can bite. They have mouths. They eat leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so of course you they can. You know what I think bite. we need to do is we need to have a nice therapeutic watch of James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> where we can reconnect with our insect friends. There's fish heads in that, so that's I true. did there like are, and, the Giant Peach, though. I love that book. Market. I love that movie. I was like obsessed. So yeah, yeah, valid. Yeah. So okay, all of that really preamble. Quick, I when you're oh. done, I have a really weird James the Giant Peach segue, but I want to hear the rest. So oh, I was I was just gonna say with all that preamble, that's why JJK was so gross, and I was gonna go into JJK. So if you oh. want, to, you should do. This part wasn't as bad. Yeah, they spit up that gross ass stuff. But like, I thought you were gonna tell me a story where it, like spit in your eye or something, and then I was gonna be like, dude, I'm done. It, it probably did spit on me, and I've blacked it out. You know, honestly, that I have definitely really had grasshopper spit on my hands or something like that. No, nope. just nope. Um, on okay, so here's my segue. <sighs> so, I got chills. Um, I don't even know how this happened. Okay, Dustin and I were like somehow looking up some like some animation, I think it was James the Giant Peach, and then we found Monkey Bone, which I think is created mm. by James, yeah, directed the Giant by Henry Selick. Yes, and then I googled it and I was like, Oh my gosh, this movie looks like it would be amazing! And apparently, the movie was terrible because it was like <laughs> apparently, uh, it was like so off of his original vision because the studios were like. You know, they're not when they weren't about Brendan Fraser's like, in that, right? Yeah, that Brendan Fraser's in it. Rose McGowan deranged. is the cat girl who looks like batty AF, but apparently, mm -hmm. it, like, I don't think it, I think they really messed it up. Like, I think mm -hmm. the whole vision got like super messed up because Rose McGowan, even uh, you know me, rabbit hole, like, yeah, like I just like literally read like 50 pages about the story after that. So, apparently, yeah. So then I was like, Dustin, have you ever seen a movie called Cool World? Oh, oh man, God. I watched that as a kid when I should oh, not I have. Dustin watched Cool World with me. How and do we I'm get like, from James and the Giant Peach to friggin' Cool World? Yes, who is the, the, and he, this, this, uh, director slash animator slash creator had the same issues the monkey bone person that the studios like were like on board and then they totally like neutered the story right yeah. and like just destroyed the vision and so it was like funny because like when i was a kid i loved cool world and watching it now it's like a much more shallow movie but like the animation's amazing and kim bassinger is like literally hollywood yeah and hollywood is like literally like one of the most iconic femme fatales, like, period. Also, like, young Brad Pitt. And the whole thing's animated and, like, psycho weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Just, like, we talked about James and the Giant Peach. And I was like, all of those... Wasn't the character designs for that done by the same guy who did um, that... He did The Hobbit. The Hobbit. The creepy Ralph 1970s. Bakshi. He's, he's yes. the, yeah. Bakshi's yep. the last name. He's very, very famous. And yeah. everyone says his stuff's like an acid trip, which, like... He did Fritz the Fritz the yes. cat. Okay, but what about yes. the video game? The video game with, with the guy in the dungeon. And you're no, no, no. To... That is that is um, um. Oh my God, a secret of Nim. Oh, okay, uh, okay. American That's... Tale. Sorry, oh my the God. D. Uh, Don Bluth. 
Don Bluth, yeah. Okay. Don Bluth. Oh, Don Bluth. Yeah. yeah. Don Bluth is good, but like Bakshi and whoever did Coraline, they went like and he Henry did that year before Christmas, Henry the guy Sally. who did Coraline too. Mm -hmm, yeah. Like they went, but I think Monkey Bone and Cool World were just examples of like being too much for their time. And I'm like, man, I would have loved to see those out now. But the thing is, like, I also don't even think Cool World would be good now because it's like the it's 90s rave vampire music like the entire yeah. time it is like so iconic you know what i mean yeah um, but anyway so if y'all haven't watched cool world in a while check it out go check it <laughs> but you know what's funny i liked it still but then i but then i looked at the reviews and people either give it a one or a five so i think yeah. like you either think it's, it's like divisive. awful yeah yeah or you think it's like i thought like i just love i think i just loved hollywood as a character because it was mm -hmm. like as a woman, we'd never seen a really, really attractive woman who was like the head. She was the head of the, that gang of really evil, like creepy guys, you know? Yeah. Um, and she was just like, she wanted what she wanted and she was going to do, she unalives Brad Pitt's character, but he be, he's, he's okay. He becomes a doodle in the end. Sorry. Spoiler yeah, alert for cool movie, world. Y'all that came out true. in 1992. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So you had I had your time I, to watch it. Yeah. yeah. And I think like when I was younger, I think that that's why I really liked the movie too. Cause I was just like, wow. Like she was, yes, Brad Pitt was kind of the star, but like Hollywood was the star of cool world. I think. I mean, I she's know. the part that I remember once yeah. you said Brad Pitt, I was like, oh yeah, he's in there too. But it was, you know. you know, it was funny because my uh, boyfriend was like, who's in this? And I was like, it's the guy from 90210. I thought it was the... Do you, you know what I'm talking Luke about? Perry? You thought it was Luke Perry. No, it's not the... The, uh, Luke Perry, not the, the other one. Jason Priestley? Oh. oh. Not Ian. I... James is so lost right now. <laughs> Lindsay, you know who I'm talking about. He's got <laughs> like a little bit. Eyes. I didn't watch 90210. I just, but I had, oh, the, Luke, but I had the Luke Perry Ken doll. Oh, That's Luke Perry was the best one he was the bad boy yeah so, like yeah, yeah you you had that it was right. my ken i didn't have a ken i had luke perry so that was the that is had. wild is you it? had a yeah. luke perry yeah okay. yeah someone gifted it to me for a christmas or whatever i was a kid i'd never watched the show it was like hot dude for my barbie yeah luke perry unfortunately he like passed away pretty young i don't know what happened i don't really Recently, know the backstory i think yeah it was pretty recent but i'm yeah. just like Anyway, that was uh. Th I'm sorry it took us all down that lane, but um, I, wa I watched Degrassi. So if we ever get if we ever go down a Degrassi tangent, oh, okay. I could probably be a little more. What's helpful. Degrassi? I don't even know that. That's where Drake came from. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I've seen it. Like I've seen the image of Degrassi. I just don't know any. I don't. I've, I've watched never, some uh, episodes of Degrassi because I have a friend who's a couple years younger than me, and she watched it, and she was, was like, "Was that on Nickelodeon or what was the deal there?" It was a Canadian show. I watched it, was, it on yeah. like MTV or something. Yeah, like in, I think or, I just um, like wasn't watching yeah, the channel, channel it was on when it was on. But yeah, I went over to her hmm. friends like, "Hey, you want to get stoned and watch Degrassi?" I was like, "What's that?" And so that's what we did. That was the hangout. What's so. what's stoned or what's Degrassi? Was no, this, it was, was the Degrassi. Okay. I already knew what the <laughs> story right now. Like, I was just like, "Wait, did, what?" Okay, cool. All right. Um, somebody said that Monkey Bone was horrible but great, but really horrible. I can't feel that's like that a was a great kind way of... to describe it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that was kind of my thoughts on Cool World. Like, it's like really and I, I just think of an audience like 20 years 30 years ago is that 30 years oh my 31. god probably 30 years ago. Year dude it's 1992 30 years ago shut up 31 because <laughs> i see your james's boy i, your ass boy. <laughs> I don't even want to talk anymore james I is like, that was like 20 years ago and yes. then i was like wait a second 30 years ago yeah, yeah. anyway i yeah, feel like uh, cool world also has like kind of the similar similar vibes 
although maybe not as people will say it's not as good as who framed roger rabbit as far as like the just like the kind of yeah what's going people on people said that it like tried to be darker than robber uh who framed roger rabbit and i think it would have been but i think that they like messed up bakshi's vision yeah or like i think he wanted it to be a really like you know for lack of a better word like sexual and like dark and like i mean really... to, to the studio's credit bakshi's vision was probably unfilmable I agree. Roger Rabbit, though. I mean, if you go down that rabbit hole, yeah. um, there's like <laughs> James is so mad at me. <laughs> well, um, I, I I I was just trying to think of which Jessica Rabbit joke I wanted to make after that, and my brain short circuited because there were too many. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, she definitely wants to go down that rabbit hole. Jessica oh, Rabbit. Anyway. Mm, anyway. Um. Uh. <laughs> I saw that movie as a kid. I saw that movie as a kid, and there's like this whole underlying plot that I did not pick up on. That's all about building a a freeway. What it's literally it? the plot of what Chinatown. Is what? Yeah, what? it's like the plot of Chinatown. It's, it's just Chinatown, but with cartoons. What is this movie? Uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? There's a whole oh, like what? Yeah, you kind of just as a kid you just watch it and you're like, ha ha, cartoons, Disney, That's and, all I got and Warner it, yeah. Brothers are in this, and then you know, um, no, they, they want to pay, they want to destroy Toontown to make way for. The freeway, but it's I like an know. actual freeway, right. like the actual yeah. freeway they're talking about. Like this was a real thing that happened in like the 30s or something, I think. So it's like it's got a real historical reference in there about wow. And so the weasels are working with um Judge Doom. Yeah, Judge Doom. Who's the actor that plays him? I was Christopher gonna say, Lloyd. I was gonna say Christopher Lee, and I knew it was wrong. Christopher Lloyd. Oh, was Christopher Lloyd? It was the villain. I yeah, and then that. Yeah. Was, you all think he's human and then he's revealed to be a tune at the end too and when his eyes turn over and everything it's yeah. so freaking scary yeah destruction of public transit any... destruction of public transit is like a major point of the roger rabbit movie it's, wow you yeah. know what now that you said that i do remember there being like heavier undertones yeah and, but just as a kid not really getting it yeah. you know what i mean yeah. um i don't know i feel kind of like i i think uh who friend roger rabbit like kind of can stand on its own still but i think that yeah. the other two monkey bone and cool world were just like too much at their time and, and kind of what james said like maybe just like both of them actually said this i'm sorry that i got us down this tangent <laughs> but it's kind of connected to anime they said it was too hard to make those live action and they don't know why they did both of them i think oh. Oh, and, and, and you talk to the animators that worked on roger rabbit um what they did to make that movie the incredible masterpiece that it is is insane like uh yeah they they probably wanted to murder robert zemeckis for everything sure. he put them through yeah because, uh, the stuff that they to make the live action interact with the animation in a way that doesn't look awful especially is, back then yeah like without the a, technology we have now so yeah, yeah. they had to no, do stuff right. with the lighting that was just like nuts like there's a scene where i think uh the main actor who I know from Super Mario Bros. There's another slightly Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins is I think like arguing with Roger Rabbit and they've got a they've got like a lamp mm -hmm. and it's like swinging overhead the whole time like yeah. this. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is much more illustrative than the audio version. And they yeah. had to match the lighting shifts on Roger Rabbit and Bob Hoskins as that light is moving around yeah. and it's just like yeah, Zemeckis' whole philosophy on that movie was, I'm just going to film it like I would film any movie, because that's going to sell the illusion. And yeah. all the animators at Disney were like, you psychopath, that's not how animation works. And he said, yeah. get it done. 
<laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the other thing, um, I I think Hoover uh, from Roger Rabbit did really well box office wise, but um, for Cool World and for Monkey Bone, they they lost like it was like they I. I think Monkey Bone is one like, of the biggest bombs ever. Yeah, I think it like, was like they earned ever. under 10 million, both of them under oh, wow. earned closer to five, and they both cost like closer to 75 million. So that and imagine back then, yeah, like that was a huge loss. Yeah, cool yeah, world might have made like, some of that up in like home video. Yeah, yeah, I do, and that's that's interesting, Lindsay, to point out. But it, me going down this rabbit hole, I also learned this that back then and they probably still do this now but if a movie starts to bomb the studios decide if they're going to put more money into it or not right mm -hmm. and that probably still happens now but apparently like uh bakshi was like they ruined cool world because they pulled the like they said that it was like two or three days of it being out and they pulled all of the marketing on it oh two wow. or three days of it yeah. being out so it's like you know what i mean and i think that uh, whoever did James and the Giant Peach and Monkey Bones did the same thing. They were like, he was like, there was no marketing behind it. So it's like, it's, you know. To, to be fair, on, how do you market Monkey Bone? How I do you know. market Cool I World? Have, yeah. I, have, I have like a memory somewhere of definitely seeing a trailer for Monkey Bone in theaters when I was watching something else. So I know <laughs> I remember seeing a trailer for it and just being yeah. like, again, a child and like, what is what is happening this looks really yeah weird and like yeah. it was very it felt very mtv at the time but oh yeah. yeah yeah i'm like i don't know is monkey bone worth watching because cool world in my opinion is so worth the watch i love cool world but that's again maybe just me i'm crazy i think monkey bone is worth watching if you are a huge fan of stop motion animation and you are interested in why henry Selleck has only made two films in the past like 25 years yeah Good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, you know, and then last comment. The okay. only so Cool World was one of those movies I watched as a kid, and I was like, "This is the coolest thing I've ever seen." And the other thing that did that for me was The Labyrinth and Dark yeah. Crystal. Yeah. And I'm like, Guys, we we can't bring up Muppets. <laughs> I will be here for okay, hours. Okay, okay, okay. I've been like, yes. it was so much effort for weird childhood movies jackie's bringing up muppets she's also bringing up david bowie who like lifetime cross on david bowie so can't get into that either we'll be here for hours if i get the chance to talk about i cannot tell you wearing for another time but yeah i was like there was some weird stuff going back on when we were kids none of that stuff would be possible now as a movie like i just don't think jackie everyone was on coke or something else they were definitely on a lot of it was coke not yeah. Jim Henson. Okay, Jim Henson. You don't think Jim Henson was no. on Coke? No, he was not. He was on his own uh, wonderful supply. <laughs> Have you seen Snuffleupagus? I'm not the imaginary heard... friend of a giant yellow bird. You just have you? I, I know for a fact that Jim Henson tried acid one time, and he was very disappointed by the result. Um, <laughs> I hope I'm not making this up. I'm that's literally a, that's a true fact. I'm okay. literally googling this right now. Um. Okay, so apparently, well, I can't find anything to back this up, but people okay. said that he was like extremely promiscuous. Oh yeah, he cheated on his wife a whole bunch. Yeah, so oh, I was okay. like, that's that's not just good. wild. This is these. But are he the wasn't using who... drugs at the time, and that's what's important. Okay. Yeah. exactly. Right. <laughs> okay. He said no. Just Jim, like... I would love to watch a buy like a like some sort of like documentary on, on just like life. Laura Bush. Is that what you're gonna say, James? He said no. Just like I couldn't Laura remember Bush. if it was Laura Bush or Tipper Gore. I think it was, was like, Laura Bush was the, the just say no campaign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Just was it Nancy that? Reagan? Was it Reagan? Oh, or it could have been Nancy Reagan. Maybe Reagan. Yeah, I, I think was it was Nancy that. Reagan. Okay. okay. Anyway. Or was Nancy Reagan? Was she the parental advisor? Oh, Laura, Laura Bush was the. Uh, just see last movie. <laughs> what was Laura Bush? <laughs> so that either tapped into your memory of the learn to speak French program commercial that used to come on about how to teach your kids to speak French. It was a whole like secondary language thing. Wasn't that Muffy or Muffy? It was or... Muffy. Yeah, it was Muffy. Muffy. I don't remember any of this, but I'm That's like, okay. okay, cool. My, I am <laughs> continually <laughs> amazed at what my brain decides to hold on to. But just so let's talk about brain. Muffy for 20 minutes. I really want to go down this Muffy tangent. <laughs> no, I know. I like. Muffy. I'm like not talking about Muffy. You're talking about Gojo. Y'all cut, cutting me off on the Muppets. JJK time. Okay, I'm done. We have I'm 10 done. minutes left. Jackie, I know. You I was like, know if, Jackie sorry, if you okay. bring up the Muppets on this podcast, I will lose all control and talk about the Muppets for five hours. Okay, I yeah. won't say anything else about Muppets, but I, I'm with you. They're, we won't start it. Okay, so JJK. So JJK, all right. So, um, I mean, they did a lot of the... the Exposition. This is how the magic works, sort of, sort of BS. Um, as we were talking about Locust earlier... Um, Itadori fights a, a giant locust man who insists that he's very smart, specifically that he's clever. He's um, very clever. He's very clever. He's a very, very clever man. Um, I thought that fight in particular was kind of shruggy. Like it not, was not, just not very good. Super shruggy. Yeah. Yeah. There was not a couple great. of good cuts of animation, and then Itadori just beat the shit out of him. It wasn't even hard. It and we knew he was. Hard. There was no way Locust Man was gonna be good. I'm yeah. sorry. We all yeah. knew that. Yeah. So that was just kind of whatever. The most and interesting, it was most of the episode. It was most of the yes. episode. So that's why yeah. we spent so much time talking about Monkey Bone Guys is because this episode of JJK was kind of mid. Um, it was mid. Yeah, I agree. They also, I, I, I checked with a couple folks. Um, did you guys pick up on like the weird blurring effect that they were using for some of the punching scenes yeah. or whatever? I mean, they did it last episode too with some of the Mojito stuff, and I looked this over. This is way it, worse. It was way more obvious this time, and I asked, I was like, is this like some sort of animation shortcut with the, the it's called ghosting. Thank you, uh, Lisa Kulig from the chat. Um, apparently, it's used because of, not, not as an animation shortcut, but as it's because a, of the broadcast standards? Yeah, it's a broadcast standard to avoid inducing seizures. So I guess they think maybe the, the quick, flashy punches need to be kind of like dimmed and blurred to prevent that so eventually the fight scenes in the show are just so dark yeah too. so i'm wondering which is unfortunate because i mean that means unless you go ahead and blame buy this pikachu. on blu-ray ginger frog just said blame pikachu no, it was no, no, porygon no. actually porygon. yeah, yeah blame porygon. he did it um yeah so Should that's why we need to do a tiktok on that by the way because that is a myth i thought it was P pikachu Oh no! It was legit. No, Porygon induced seizures in some Japanese children on television, so they had to. Yeah, okay. Ever since, yeah. in the nineties. But yeah, so I guess unless you buy the home video, you're not really going to get to see how this fight scene was supposed to, be, you know, look, which is kind of disappointing. But I mean, yeah. Also, he like thrusts his disgusting locust extending. But yeah, that was abdomen, weird when he when he like dragged down the ground and it like grew. I was like, this is this is weird. This is yeah. all weird. This is totally unnecessary and weird. Uh, Nick wanted to let us know that we're doing Pro Pika 
propaganda. It was Pikachu's thunderbolt attack. Okay, it was the Porygon episode, but Pikachu himself did the attack. You know what? False flag. False flag. It's all false flag. <laughs> Are you all lying Pokemon, to me right Pokemon's now? Like, what is real. the truth? I don't believe Pokemon's anybody anymore. And I don't, Nick is so sarcastic. I don't know what's the truth. <laughs> no, he's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. So it was Pikachu. It was Pikachu in the Porygon Pikachu. episode. Pikachu used thunderbolt attack, and there was. But Pikachu red... only did it. Because Porygon was being a little terrorist. So it's still Porygon's fault. Oh my god, Porygon. So it was Porygon's fault. But my it was truly Pikachu that caused the reaction. Yes. Anyway, Although it on. is true, if you ever watch like a like a mecha show from the 80s, they went crazy with the uh, the strobe lights. Yeah. Um, there, are some, there are some shows that I've seen where like I can hardly watch it with some of yeah. the, the flashing effects that they've got. So yeah. Uh, you know. Lisa it's points out, I haven't verified this, but they said that uh, Crunchyroll has the unghosted version because they posted some pics from the episode that were all clean. So I don't I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, that's interesting. Where was Pikachu in the towers? You know what? I'm cutting that. I'm not I did not say that out loud. I read Thank it you. as I went. Ignore. Um, okay. So where was Pikachu? Oh my gosh, I that's... can't even read that one out loud. I can't right? even read. Okay, moving on. It's because you can't on. answer the question, guys, because you can't answer the question you don't know. No one knows. All right, we're just asking questions. We're just asking questions. Does the rest of the show even matter? What am I supposed to do? Yeah, we, I don't, we gotta talk about JJK. Yeah. So pivotal <laughs> things happen. Yeah, let's not yeah. even talk about the locust. That was like <laughs> so superfluous and dumb. Yeah. Jojo looking hot as always. Tell me if I'm wrong here, James. Those uh, There is a highly calculated plan at works right now. These three are like basically like a decoy for like Ghetto to do something bigger, right? And they're like talking at a playground, which is so, you know, new Ghetto. I don't even know what you call them. Ghetto 2.0 creepy. Yeah, ghetto 2.0. Um, but like I do kind like for me personally, I knew that the three were working together. They knew that he would be less powerful around a bunch of non-sorcerers and that like it would affect his um, execution of his abilities. Right. But um, I don't, I couldn't really understand what was like the larger plan. At yeah. Play. Cause I mean, they get into the whole like double veil. Domain. I took some screen caps of their gobbledygook. So you did. Lisa said get to, did you guys see it? Get to. <laughs> I like that. Very I very like good. that. Very good. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've set up these extra domains. Uh, the three guys. Oh, that's my favorite one with the little girl. That's the best line of the whole episode. The I minimum know. output of his cursed technique reversal is double that of his amplification. I knew. I was not even surprised. You so why? This. Why the kids? Like I was just like y'all. Like yeah. Why that? Well, those are pillow shots. That's a. That's a. I was scared Japanese. he was gonna like set them all aflame. That would have been way too dark for me. <laughs> if you look, well, wait, James laughs. What is wrong with you, James? Well, they were having <laughs> the conversation though. Mahito was running around playing with the kids. I think they can't see him. That was kind of where I was at because it seems like non-sorcerers like have varying oh, levels okay. of ability to see them. Yeah, they because, can't see the, the curses. Yeah, they can't see the curses. So there's a like a shot where Mahito's like on the playground. He's like going, yay! Like behind some kids and it was really eerie and weird. But Did y'all think it was weird to realize that the show has been running for years now and uh, um, oh my god, why am I forgetting our main character? Yeah, we're like, what? Tadori, Yuji? Thank you, Yuji. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that Yuji didn't know Mahito's name uh, until this episode. Yeah, it was funny. He gave him his own nickname. He calls him Patch Face, which yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird that he didn't know Mahito. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it makes sense. Like they've interacted twice, and the last time they talked was when 
his friend got all monsterficated. So yeah, you know what would have been better for the locust guy? I know we said we were done with him. Final comment: if they'd shown like some backstory, because they are humans that get like molded, right? So like, what? Yeah, happened? No, he's just a curse, right? Oh, I thought he was or one what? of the mosquitoes. No, but but the, when no, because girl... usually said he didn't want to fight any. He doesn't want to fight any corrupted humans. Oh, so okay. maybe it was like you'd rather fight. Little... Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought the white-haired girl said that these are corrupted humans. Okay, so he, there she are there. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. She knows that uh, Yuji's a little traumatized. Wow. Oh, yeah, understandable. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, as far as like the overall like scheme, I guess is what it is, right? Is like we don't have a lot of screenshots of this, but Gojo is in the subway at like the fifth level or something, right? And we've got our three dudes, Volcano Head. Uh, Tree head. Hanami, 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 something. I love your description. Volcano head. Volcano head. And some guy who shoots blood out who I don't remember at all. I don't um, remember him at all either. I'm okay, so happy you said that. I was me. like, who are you? So they're they're down there and their idea is like they've artificially trapped a bunch of people there to make it a closed area to try and like force Gojo's hand because they don't think he'll attack humans. And they are setting random folks on fire just, yep. you know, when they don't do As what they do. want. Which was kind of getting a little intense. lazy, guys. Come on, you've done that one already. Like, yeah, I have yeah. done that. Yeah, so. agreed. But I'm Gojo, jury, but I was like, mm, we've seen that. Gojo finally reveals his eyes, and he's like, I don't like, I don't like what you're putting down. So I think it's time to end it. Um, I don't know why they thought they could genuinely take him on. Like, I don't because think they can. I think they're a distraction to what yeah. they're doing. So yeah. I think that, um, yeah, I think that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like they know they're gonna lose, but they think that they can bring down Ghetto because or bring down Gojo. And yeah. I think that was what Ghetto was saying was like, I kind of need you all to do this, and like there's a bigger play, yeah, bigger plan at hand mm -hmm. here. Yeah, what that is, no yeah. idea. I, I do not think... like Ghetto 2.0 at all. Yeah, yeah, he's conniving and um, just you know, just like not nice. Yeah, at all. He's good at bubbles, though. He's good at blowing bubbles. He is good at blowing bubbles. Um. Nick said the blood guy is the third of the three magic fetuses that Yuji and Co fought at the end of the season. I don't remember any of that. Sorry, everybody. I don't remember. Oh, magic that's right. Fetuses. Yeah. Okay. No, it's the two. It's when um, when uh, they got poisoned, and they had those sick like henna tattoos, right? Mm -hmm. None of this right. is ringing a bell, and I know that I watched it. So. Yeah, like the sick cross cutting, and hmm. Nabarro had like that that cool moment where she looked all all creepy. Yeah. I think I remember Nobara looking cool at one point. Yeah. 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 Um, um, Nobara was in this episode? Not, no. No, like, no, no, no. Okay, end, end of last her. season. End of last season. Oh, okay. Yeah, Can we talk I mean, about Maymay's deeply inappropriate relationship with that small boy? Yeah, yeah what is going on? Is I don't he like actually her brother? He's a crush though? on her for sure. Yeah. But is he was he leaning actually... in for a kiss at one point and she yeah, was not saying no. Yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't. I mean, he refers to her as his sister, and they have similar naming dynamic because she's Mei Mei and he's Ui Ui. Yeah, Ui, Ui. it's U I U I, so Ui yeah. Ui, right? So Ui. And also, Ui. I don't want to be that guy, but Mei Mei, your hair is dumb. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's kind of dumb. It's like, I like it that you can use it as like a projector screen for your bird powers or whatever. That's fine. But half the time, I'm looking at you. I'm just I'm reaching for a comb, so we need to. Is fix she that. and Gojo from like the same clan or something? Because they both have uh, 
light hair. I just didn't know, if, or maybe there's no relation. They were in the same class, and yeah, she was in uh, the flashback arc for a bit. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that I remember actually, her, like, but I just didn't know if they had any like real yeah. deeper relation. Maybe Am I not. the only one who thinks her big braid over the front is just an excuse not to have to animate her face? Probably. Probably. Yep. You said it. Her face or her mouth flaps if she's got a giant braid yeah, going down the front of her head. It makes sense. Yeah. She's gorgeous, though. So you're kind of like yeah. sad that you don't see her face. But, yeah. I mean, hey, Gojo, they don't need to animate his eyes. <laughs> That's true. What if all of JJK is just avoiding animation? Like everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, that's so they, all, they all do the Gendo pose half the time as well. Yeah, so we're always talking like this yeah. with their hands in front of their mouth. That'd be love. great. Yeah. So yeah, this I guess this kind of felt like a setup episode. Then you think that's fair to say? Mostly setup plus a giant dead bug. I mean, really, the whole episode was was letting us know that there are a bunch of curses in the subway. And well, I mean, I think it's leading to up to something really crazy. I mean, like, yeah, people I keep guess. saying that on social media. I've seen people say, like, everyone's gonna freak out and be asking what's happening for the next four weeks or four months or whatever. So, like, I'm revved up for it, but you, you know, you can only like hold out for so long before I'm gonna get bored. Yeah, I think that, um, it's definitely seems like it's leading up to something wild. Like I'm like excited to see like what what's gonna happen. Like I thought it was a it was a mildly entertaining episode, and it was yeah. like it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, I there was no what? Nanami in it though. Y'all, I haven't. I seen, know what the hell. I haven't seen an anime that's like really got me super excited for a while. Well, I think Attack on Titan was like the last one. I was gonna say the final part of Attack on Titan comes out next month or not next month, but early November. Yeah, so. I just like I'm kind of like kind of sad with the whole anime train right now you know yeah. i thought um oshinoko was like solid um yeah. i think that like zom is solid i think jjk is like i will watch it every week but it's not like i'm chomping at the bit for anything like uh attack on titan chomping at the bit oh yeah murder uh, vinland saga great. was good actually okay yeah. vinland saga Jackie, did i tell you good. i'm watching vinland saga i'm on episode Yay! like 18 so i'm almost through the first season yeah that was oh, good. We, Ginger we, Frog. We need Ginger to Frog have was, a... Vinland Saga was solid. That was that's actually good. Good, yeah. good pick there. Yeah. But I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Every it, like I have like, I just haven't been blown away by anything, and that kind of makes me a little sad, you know. Yeah. Um, wish I could talk about some other shows that are slightly anime related, but not quite, and I can't. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. But that's like the only other thing I've seen that I've been like, dang, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I know that the Drew Barrymore show is. Uh, I'm really glad this is coming back, but she right, canceled it. <laughs> She's not coming she back. She did cancel oh, it. Okay, Streaming job, works. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah. I think that about wraps us up for this week. We will be. We will not be here on Tuesday next week because on Wednesday we're having the trailer watch party. At 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, the three of us plus um, Jeff Thew from Mother's Basement are going to watch all the trailers. Um, Do you know how many there are yet? Do we have a number? Should we I don't have a firm number, but it is roughly 60. So it is the biggest trailer watch party that we have ever had. James just died, for those of you. Um, okay. We're going to have uh, Jackie and I are already discussing, and if you guys have comments on this, I'd love to get your input about how to like break it up a little bit so it's not you know so much sitting uh we've thought about doing some charades or anime charades or yeah, other sort of fun. like 
a mini quiz game or something just to like keep our brains engaged so we don't melt into our chairs because that definitely definitely we should do oh we should do a bingo card that's actually a really good idea james what's, we, what's your bingo what do you mean I, like we could make a a card that's like, like a seasonal like, trailer watch party bingo and you, you get know? to mark an x um when certain things show up in trailers like the yeah. first time uh the first time someone inappropriately touches their sibling <laughs> the first time uh, an isekai about a why james task. was yeah. that the first one because it's anime about, uh, jackie I was just thinking about that freaking sister isekai show, and I was like, "We're gonna get like eighteen of those." Yeah, so we want to. We want to really, you know, mark an X the first time someone is killed by a truck. Mark yep. an X the first time someone like gets. Um, I don't know. I'll be able We're to think of it. Here. We're done here. I'll be able We're to think. Done. I'm gonna, I'm making like, I'm these. Like, nobody, these are no happening. more outward suggestions because I'm like, we'll say something inappropriate, but we'll think. Yeah, of guys, put in the comments what you think we should put on our bingo cards. We'll make them. If I can get it done enough in advance, I'll actually publish it on Anime News Network so you can download it and mark it as you go along, so you guys can oh, yeah. go along and look for you know, um, and get your own bingos. So. I think that's That'd a great. Be fun. Idea. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll keep us uh, something to look out for. Uh, I guess I'll have to make a couple different variants so we don't all yeah, have the exact same card. Up, yeah. yeah, it's got to be shuffled up. Otherwise, we'll all get bingo at the same time. All right, I'm uh, my my wheels are turning now. I'm very excited. Okay, so yes, we'll see you guys next week on Wednesday, uh, five p five p.m. Pacific. So that's an hour earlier than usual, eight p.m. Eastern. To watch all of the trailers, uh, bring your snacks. Um, I'm also trying to figure out what to wear. I don't know how to top my giant hat um, summer outfit. Got to think of something fall and seasonal. Um, considering wearing a giant mushroom outfit for the whole thing, but I would sweat and be really uncomfortable. So I'm not, I'm oh, not sure. Oh, yeah. That's, so, that's, we have got to strike the balance there. Yeah, yeah. Got to get a balance going. So uh, with that said, we will see you guys next week on Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know. I have like I have all these little beauty things, and y'all don't understand. Like when I'm like working at my desk, I'm like, Meh. and for some reason I just grabbed the like And we weren't done yet, so then I just started using it, and then I was like, oh well, screw it. So then I showed it. I was like, thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.